Hello and welcome to round 21 of It's a Grand Old Podcast. Podcast. Oh, very nice, Nick. Nice timing there. I'm Jez. I'm here with my old friend, Nick. Hello. Nick, did you ever think we'd see the three-peat in our time following the Ds? Um, I, I've i dreamt about this this moment <laughs> for, for years upon years upon years, and it's finally happened, Jeremy. And I just don't know what to say. What's more impressive, the Brisbane 01, 02, 03, or <laughs> Melbourne... Two points versus Gold Coast, two, uh, what, five goals versus Hawthorne, and then big 40-point win over Port. Well, see, when Brisbane did the three-peat, they never beat the reigning premiers. <laughs> Actually, they uh, did. They did in, in, in 2001. 2001. <laughs> but they never beat Hawthorne <laughs> as the reigning premiers. That's true. So I have to, I have to give this one of the Ds, Jess. Yeah, great call. Without a doubt. Wonderful. So as I said, we won by 40 points this week. Uh, the Ds, 13-16. 94 to Port Adelaide, 8-6-54. First quarter was the uh, same old story. Off to a good start. Four goals to one. Uh, hashtag Jaden is fast. That guy is so fast. I just fast. can't believe how fast he is. Uh, and that was that was an amazing bit of play where he took four bounces down the wing, got it to Brayshaw, candy goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second quarter, just more of the same. Kept winning. Cam Pedersen murdered Jarman Impey. Oh, destroyed him. Just, yeah, it was... Yeah. Murder. It was yeah, it was harsh, but and uh, then we went to the third quarter, Jez, and we did the old uh, let them back in it uh, <laughs> trick as a prank. Yeah, we gave them. <laughs> we tried hard to you know let them score, but Port are just an embarrassment to the AFL <laughs> and just struggled. And then the fourth quarter came around, and uh, we really we got through. Jack yeah. Watts with the sealer, yeah. six minutes uh, into the quarter, and it was nice to see Jonesy, <laughs> you know. Kick the goal at Captain's the end. goal. Good stuff. Really stood up in yeah. our time of need. But yeah, it was percentage a good game. Boost. Really just poor, poor yeah. awful. Speaking of percentage boost, it's time now for hashtag Q&A. Tweet at us. That is the worst segue of all time. <laughs> um, Jeremy, got a question for you. What do we have to do to play finals? Okay, so it is a little bit complicated. Well, first of all, um, what I'd like to see is a time machine invented so we can go home, go back to round two and embarrass Essendon like we should have. Yes. But uh, we didn't do that. We lost. And so now we have to rely on North Melbourne to lose to Hawthorne and Sydney. Yeah. Which, no, Sydney and GWS, which I believe that they will. Uh, both home games, but I still think that they'll get the get the L's in that one. And then we need to beat Carlton by about ten goals and Geelong by about two goals at Skilled. I reckon we can do that. So I reckon we can too, because Geelong are up and down, and the D's at their best. Boy, oh boy, unstoppable. <laughs> uh, but there is a destination: the finals. Yes. Once we're there, can we win a final? Chances are we'll be playing Geelong or Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, can we win? Uh, yes, we can <laughs> win. Will we win? I don't know, Jez. I really think that um, there's a high chance, and it pains me to say this, but we really, really need to focus on Carlton this week. Yeah. Because Carlton, while they are absolute garbage, <laughs> so are Essendon. And as we said, we <laughs> lost to Essendon in round two. And while we're all looking, we're all like, reasonably excited to make finals like we have to one yeah. week at a time you know yeah. so um, we can win a final but we have to get there first yes. yeah now a question for you yep on the weekend should we have played Sam Wiedemann yeah it's an interesting one because we're just talking about how badly we want to play finals and what we need to do to win 
Uh, Cam Pedersen and Hogan took the tall forward positions this week. And Watsy. And Watts. Well, Watts is a... Freak. Yeah, he's a bit of a medium-sized forward. Swingman. Medium-sized. Um, he's huge. <laughs> No, yeah. sorry, he is a medium-sized forward, though. No, he's according, not. He, according to AFL.com, he's a medium-sized forward. Oh, a In the player ratings where he's severely underrated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we probably could have found room for Sam Weeds. Cam Pedersen uh, did prove himself again this week, played a good game, had a good contested marks, and as we said, murdered Impey. Oh, I was going to say. But, yeah, Weeds is his future. Does Cam Pedersen play any games next year? In Maybe if uh, Hogan or... Watts or uh, Weedman get injured, but yeah, I think we, I think it's time to give Weeds a shot. He played really well in his one game. Why not just bring him back for two? Maybe he's struggling, Des. Maybe he did. Uh, he actually didn't play in the twos, so who knows? Yeah, Got too drunk, <laughs> too much celebratory uh, alcohol. Yeah, maybe. All right, Nick, what do you think of Tom Bug? Now, Jeremy, Tom Bug, on very, very underrated footballer. Tom I Bug. Agree. Uh, in the first quarter, he did one of the dumbest things I've ever seen and <laughs> kicked a five-metre pass to Bernie Vince, who got caught yeah. holding the ball. Not smart. That was dumb, and that's about to contradict everything I'm about to say. Tom Bug is a very, very smart footballer. I agree. He just fills me with confidence whenever he's near the ball. If there's a scrimmage near the boundary line and we want the ball to go over the boundary line, he'll get it over. Mm. If we're in danger in our defence, he'll... He'll rush it behind. He just gets it. Yeah. He's a smart footballer. Very underrated. Reminds me a bit of Corey Enright, that Tar Heel player. Wise beyond his years. He's just a genius. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got that swagger about him, the charisma. Yeah, he I love... does. Oh, man. I love Tom Bucks. He's got a top five haircut in the league, I reckon. Does he still have his mo? I think he still does. He's still got the mohawk and the... Uh, the mo- the, the mustache. Damn. <laughs> still the got mustache. the mustache and the big uh, and the big quiff, so... I'm a big fan of Tom Bug. I... I really rate him mm. really highly. Now, there's another bloke that we rate. Yes. Jaden Hunt. Oh. Hashtag Jaden is fast. <laughs> Will he make it five rising star nominations for the D's this year? I honestly believe he will. So we've had we've had Clayton Oliver, Petrarca, Harms, and Omac this week. Yep. It's hard to imagine the way Jaden Hunt's been playing, the way he's been running. He's so effective when he's got the footy and his impact on the game is huge. It's hard to imagine there's going to be another first-year player who's better than him in the next two weeks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. We've got, we'll have five this year, two last year. The, uh, the makings of a very, very strong football side for the future. Will any of them win it, Jazz? Uh, no, Caleb Daniel, oh, I think. Helmet. Yeah, he's, oh, he's a cutie. I like him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick. Yes. Just spoke about him. Is Omac back? Ah, gee, Jeremy. Uh, he never really... <laughs> Where did he go? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he played well. Got the rising star nod. Good yep. on him. Um, probably the best pick 53 that we've ever got. <laughs> um, he's, he's he's getting there. Yeah. He's not back. He hasn't arrived at the destination, but he's, he's yeah. working his way there. And um, he's not as bad as everyone says he is. He's actually quite. He'll be. He'll be all right. He's effective. He's a. He's a decent footballer, and I like the way he plays. I'm a big fan of Backman. So never fills me the confidence when he's near the ball. <laughs> but hey, yeah. we've been going through that for like 12 years now, so we really should be used to it. It's our fault as supporters, <laughs> not the players. You, you we should just know. 
you kind of think like when he's got the footy, you just go, oh. And then even when it's effective, you kind of think it's a bit of a fluke. Yeah, you just go, oh, <laughs> thank God. Thank man. God. Oh, okay. Um, so this is this is a question that's divided me and Nick. Viney or Tyson, who's had the better year? Jeremy, it's got to be Jack Viney. Mm. I mean, the first half of the season, he was literally, he dominated everyone. He almost won the Peter Walsh medal by like round 10. (laughs) He was just polling vote after vote. He just is, is immense. Then he injured his hand and he's still trooped on and been an absolute legend. I think that if you're saying, like, Tyson's had a very, very, very good year, but if you're saying that he's had a better year than Viney, you're an idiot. Wow. Okay. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Yes. We both agree that Gorn has been our best player this year, by the way. Yes. Uh, will the votes reflect that? We're not sure. Yes. But Tyson has done it all year. He's polled in over half the games he's played in for the Peter Walsh medal. Yes. And he hasn't had a time where he's gone missing. The difference... Viney at his best is better than Tyson, I agree. But Viney hasn't been at his best all year. He's faded in and out. Yeah. And he's they're both still so young. Viney's going to get that consistency and he's going to be one of the premier players in the league. But this year, I'll give Tyson the nod slightly because of consistency. That's Viney gets tagged every week now because he is one of our most important midfielders. Yep. Tyson, pretty much every time the ball gets tapped to him, he gets tackled immediately. But Viney's the one getting the hard tag, Jez. That's the difference. If Viney had the, the freedom and the space that Tyson gets... Who, uh, who knows what he could be? Oh, he's a freak. Anyway. He's a freak. Now, Jeremy, it's time for everyone's favourite segment. <laughs> it's going to be sad when we no longer have this when the season ends. Yeah. I'm going to miss the Jack Watts. Moment of the week! <laughs> it better be good. Oh, jeez. It is good, Nick. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Jack was pretty quiet this week. Uh, he's proven to us that uh, he's led the team to a point where when he doesn't play his best game, the Ds can still win. But there was a moment I was, I was sitting among a bunch of losers. Yeah, losers basically from a plethora of different teams. And Jack Watts took that mark in the fourth quarter and someone goes, Oh, Jack Watts, please. Please? Excuse me? Oh no. Then they started calling him soft. They started no. saying he wasn't a good footballer. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what? You clearly haven't been watching the D's this year. Yeah. And I stuck my nose out for him. I said, you know what? He's a hard footballer and guess what? He'll kick this goal. He'll seal it for the D's. And they said, Please. No way. He won't kick this. He's so soft. He can't kick. Blah, blah, blah. Bang! Goal! <laughs> no worries for Jack Watts. No one can kick a footy better than Jack Watts can in this world. In this entire universe, no one kicks a footy like he does. <laughs> and anyone who's oh, saying he's not God. still good, they're taking the piss. If you ever hear someone oh, say that Jack Watts isn't an elite kick, oh. get rid of him. You don't need him in your life. They're on drugs, Jeremy. They're on drugs. They must be on... They must be ice addicts. They must be. <laughs> Only ice addicts think that Jack Watts can't kick a footy. No one likes an ice addict, Jeremy. No one does. That wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. You did good. Yeah, you kicked the sealer. I'm very passionate. When people talk talk about Jack Watts... Oh, but... Yeah, oh. we'll bleep that out. 
Let's move along, Jerry. This is this is falling apart. <laughs> okay, uh, down to the up to the Peter Walsh Medal for Excellency in the Field of Football. One vote. Rising star Nod O'Mac. Twenty three touches, nine marks, three nine. inside fifties, five rebound fifties. It was a good game from you, O'Mac. Best game I've seen you play. Did he deserve the nod over Jaden Hunt? Maybe not, but guess what? Jaden Hunt's going to come back in the next two weeks. O'Mac, I hope this is a sign of things for come and you can have a few big one voters in the next few games. Um, Two votes. The man who should have got the rising star nod, Jaden Hunt. Now, he only got 20 touches, but stats lie. The impact that he had on the game was immense. He's fast. He's so fast. Eight inside 50s. 85% 85% efficiency. He's just, in the first two quarters when we effectively won the game by kicking seven goals straight, mm. he was one of the main perpetrators of our scintillating football, Jeremy. He's he's sparked a running game from the days that I love to see. I've never seen anyone like him mm. play for Melbourne. No, absolutely not. I love it. Three votes to T-Bug. Great hair, great moustache. 19 touches, two goals. Five marks, five tackles. Another guy who maybe didn't get as many touches as a few other players in the team, but every touch was... Every every disposal he had meant something. They were meaningful. He kicked the two goals. He kicked that goal in the third quarter that really just pushed Port Adelaide out of the game. Yes, all of his touches except that one kick to Bernie Except Dennis. for that one kick. 18 effective. Which will never happen again. Four votes. Who else? It's Max Gorn. Big dog. Now, you've probably all just had... You're probably crying right now because you're saying, boys, <coughs> Max Gorn should have got the five votes. He was, he's an impeccable player, and it saddens me that in the Peter Walsh medal, we can't give two players five votes. Yeah, absolutely. But that's just the way the world works. Yeah. So, 16 touches. Everything. 47 hit-outs, just another day at the office. Yeah. Six marks, big contested marks. Oh, he's just so big. Um, five contested, five of his marks were contested. And just after the game, to see him run around the oval oh. and give every single person in the Adelaide Oval a high five. <laughs> the man is a legend. There will be kids who go for Melbourne because of Max Gorn. Mm, absolutely. He's the new... He's Russell Robertson, Aaron Davey. Yeah. Nita is... Oh. He's the new cult hero. Yeah, he's the man. He's the new Simon Godfrey. Everyone loves him. Yeah, absolutely. And five votes. Sorry, Gorney, but Dom Tyson, come get your beers. You got 29 touches, kicked a goal, eight tackles and seven clearances. He was so so big in this game and he might not have got the most touches, might not have kicked the most goals, but he had the most impact. And that's what we're about at It's a Grand Old Podcast. We're about who's had the most impact on the game. And this week it was Dom Tyson. Without a doubt. Jones and Vince, probably a bit unlucky to miss yep. out. Viney too, because he's a supreme athlete. <laughs> um, but it's all about the impact. When the game was there to be won, these five players stood up, mm. in our opinions. Absolutely. Who As do we play next week, Jared? We've got Carlton at the MCG, one oh, ten Sunday. I'll be there. Nick, you'll be working. I will be. But you'll be watching it on the telly at I work. Will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's trolleys to be collected, but no. hopefully no one from... Coles listens. Uh, the the the, uh, the D's need a big win here, and uh, my prediction is North down to Sydney by a hundred points, and the D's get up by a hundred and really start to even the ledger, and it'll be a massive game the week after. Uh, yeah, I just want us to win. 
I don't care how much <laughs> we, we win by. We could play... It could just be a repeat of the Gold Coast game. As long as we win, Jez, I am happy. Mm. I'll be a happy man. All right. You've heard it from us. As long as we win, we'll be happy men. Yep. Uh, join us next Tuesday night after a convincing 100-point victory over Carlton. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Go, Go Reese! Reese!